Hello, 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 folks. This is Adit Kapadia. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. Uh, it's a midweek edition rather than uh, our usual Sunday edition. But there are some things that happened in the last 24 and 48 hours, and we were waiting for all the facts to emerge, you know, discussions to emerge, and you know, make sure we get all the details for you. So that is why the podcast comes to you a day, day and a half late. But we are going to cover all the issues of the week. And together with me to cover all the issues of the week and more is I'm joined by author, columnist, uh, Shifali Vaidya. She has been on my podcast before and, you know, uh, we always look forward to her tweets and her take on various issues dominating, um, dominating politics. and other. So welcome to my podcast again, Shifali. Thank you so much, Adit. It's always a pleasure to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, I mean, I know uh, this is in a testament to how news cycle changes. Uh, uh, we were, Shifali and I were just talking a couple of days ago on what to set up for the Mind podcast. And I, uh, I was just telling her that this is what we'll discuss. Between that point and 12 hours ago, 24 hours ago, there were two news items that came that were not on my initial radar. But we had to talk about it because of just what we saw and what horrified us was one, what happened in Munger, and second, what happened in the Nikita Tomer case. And I'm sure Shifani had the same uh, reaction as I did that what have we discovered in the last 24 hours? So your initial thoughts on it, Shifali, and then I'll just give a brief overview of the case and we'll talk in detail. Uh, my initial thoughts was like, I was as shocked as anyone else. I mean, both the incidents were uh, really uh, depressing. And they made me angry. Hmm. When I saw how nonchalantly in that video, that guy Toshif, hmm. he tries to pull her in broad daylight. There are people going on the road. Hmm. And he doesn't care. And he tries to pull uh, Nikita inside his car. And when she resists, there is another woman who is trying to stop him. He just brings out a gun and shoots her point blank. Hmm. And it's it, it it's a very casual act, you know. It's not like he's showing any hesitation or he's hmm. in a hurry to run away or whatever. It's just, it's like he's, he's completely unconcerned about the consequences. Hmm. That seriously shocked me. And this is not the first time this is happening that a Muslim man has shot or killed a Hindu woman. I just did a thread on Twitter today where I have given links of such incidents that happened in the last one year just in the last 12 months. Mm. The number of cases where a Hindu woman has been killed by her Muslim boyfriend, stroke husband, or somebody who was trying to stalk her. And most of the cases, there has either been uh, a suppression of their real identities, as in where the men have pretended to be Hindu and given Hindu names. And then they have sort of uh, seduced the women and when the women have uh, gotten married to them and then they have revealed their real identity and forced a woman to convert and when the women refuse to convert then there have been these incidents Absolutely. and despite that despite I mean practically every month there is an incident okay, in the last month there have been three such incidents one in Sonbadra one in Hyderabad and now one in Faridabad and still, there are people who refuse to close, see this. They close their eyes. They put a nice secular blindfold on. And they blame it on everything other than the key issue, which is basically the desire to seduce Hindu girls and to convert them to Islam. 
the shocking part is, and now I'll go into the details of the case. Uh, it was basically the accused, uh, you know, the shooting of the girl, Nikita Tomar, who died on the spot. You know, there were protests in the NCR and Delhi and stuff. And basically the main accused who was identified as Tosif, apparently they had known each other for the uh, since they were children. And in September, I think Nikita um, uh, had filed a molestation com uh, complaint against Tosif. And the family too said that uh, they were harassing and sort of. And then the police claims that the complaint was withdrawn and stuff like after so and, and it may have been withdrawn after the families discussed and so forth the, the the scary part is the brazenness of this all and when you talk when you have the left liberals so to speak who haven't even paid lip service to the case they have just ignored this case like it didn't even happen right so and and and, and the, the scary part is now are they also going to outrage based on what politically suits them and what politically doesn't and if if the, the they are if people who are going to commit these crimes are so going to be so brazen, how is the psyche of many people in the same situation affected? So that is what is scary. See your first question: Do they also outrage? It is selectively outrage. Uh, leave out the word also. It is always the other side which selectively outrages. Right. Which is why when the Katwa incident happened they made those horrendous memes and they carried those placards blaming the entire Hindu religion for what happened. Hmm. You remember those ghastly yeah. memes where they used Trishul uh, and all other our Hindu icons? Devi I cannot Star even talk Devi about Star it. Yeah, Devi Star and I cannot even talk about it. It's, it's insulting to me. Hmm. In the recent Hathras case, they blamed the entire Thakur community and they said, oh, the entire Thakur community is rapist or whatever shit they talk about. But in this case, they are the ones who, uh, first of all, men, not many of them have spoken about it. You are absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And the few that have, mm -hmm. they have tried to uh, tell others that, oh, this is just a crime. Don't paint it in a communal uh, uh, use. It's not a Hindu-Muslim crime. It's just a crime, apparently. Mm -hmm. But what happened in Khatras, they could find caste in it. But in this this crime, they don't want to see religion in it. One, even though the girl's family has very clearly said, and they have gone on record saying that this harassment has been going on for the last two years, and the boy was trying to kidnap her and to convert her to Islam, and this is something that they have said again and again. Yeah, despite that, this, uh, yesterday, yeah. Yes, despite that. There are some uh, prominent left liberal type of people who are now turning this whole case on content. Can you believe it? <laughs> they are saying he killed her because she refused to marry him and he couldn't uh, suffer the rejection. And why? Because he apparently said so as per some media reports, okay? Where the where, where that uh, perpetrator, that alleged perpetrator, uh, Tosif, said that I killed her because uh, she ruined my career or some such stupid thing. So in this case, we are supposed to treat the victim's family as liars, even though the victim's family had gone on record and had said that he's been harassing her to convert in this case, okay, because it doesn't suit them. But in case of Hathras, where Republic caught a Congress leader on tape saying that, oh, this is a political conspiracy and we want to stoke the fires. There, we are supposed to believe the victim's family. Why? Because it's convenient for them. 
no they the alleged perpetrators have no rights even though there are uh, conflicting reports saying that the main guy who was accused of the atras crime was not even there when the crime took place no no not just that it's also about one of the persons who was giving water is also accused and you know things like that and the, so here's the thing about atras they in the first week i mean there was obviously the the narrative that was passed by the media and you know our sympathies lie with the victim and the family of the girl who was diseased and then you had the other narrative that was given to us which was uh, which was not talked about an alternate narrative that emerged and as soon as that emerged the discussions of patras case suddenly stopped and exactly And, and, exactly you know, and, and and people are pretending like it didn't even exist and we are like that there are two sides you know here you have to listen to the sides but no one was willing to listen to it acha wo chodo they were not even willing to discuss the first side now once the second side came so the case has completely been pushed under the carpet that's unbelievable absolutely absolutely when proof came out there is some woman who has been pretending to be the family's relatives and staying there the case just miraculously disappeared from the airways huh. earlier it was like 24 by 7 just hatras 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 and after that incident it's like okay we move on as if nothing has happened you are absolutely right Yeah. and in this case in nikita tomar's case what shocked me is like based on one statement by the tosif guy so you are basically saying that the victim's family is lying and you are saying that oh just because he said that she ruined my career it's a question of consent now yeah and, 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 and i mean how 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 convenient is that and, and this whole bit about uh, consent and things like that Uh, don't they look at the reports where the family is saying that he was harassing her for almost two years? I think, or or I, I forget what is the duration that the Times of India report says, but a significantly long time, long time. So the, that itself, you know, puts uh, uh, um, puts that whole consent argument into perspective. So I I, I, I don't and ultimately you nothing nothing replaces the loss of life for a family. and yeah I, i cannot even imagine what her family is going through right now that not only do they have to deal with the loss of her daughter they also have to deal with sort of the the vultures from the other side who are saying ki i know your daughter died but uh, don't worry about the reason or something we are telling you this was an issue of consent and just a crime i mean can you imagine what is going through the family's mind that they have already suffered for the last few months her being harassed by someone and then this happens and they are being told acha wo harassment to sirf ek you know uh, uh, crime tha wo nahi tha so, i mean it's just sad yeah. to see uh, it is you... it is it is and uh, at least this case is being talked about okay what happened in sonbhadra hmm. it happened in the same week as what uh, as the hathras crime Hmm. nobody spoke about it this guy beheaded his wife priya soni because she refused to convert to islam hmm. beheaded hmm. and then stuffed her body in a suitcase and left it somewhere but this case if the religions were reversed hmm. can you imagine the furor yeah. can you imagine the 24 by 7 newsroom discussions with anchors frothing at the mouth hmm. so, but in this case it's like nobody even mentioned it i mean the problem also lies with us adit we oh. forget our victims far 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 too easily 
who remembers the name priya soni who after one week who will remember the name nikita tomar hmm. who remembers the name rahul rajput who remembers the name ankit saxena who remembers the name nilbar negi who remembers the name prashant pujari who remembers the name khushi parihar who remembers the name uh, naina manglani hmm. Hmm. who remembers the name rama de and reena de yeah. we don't but the other side will tell you with details the entire uh, series in of crimes where the victim is a muslim i am not saying that the crime should happen against muslim crime should not happen against everyone but this selective outrage is what really pisses me off no and i think it's also a matter of us do- not documenting recording enough like i i could have easily said like we could have easily said kare these cases are there let's not even talk about them we'll talk about what has dominated the news but we must talk about them if we are after talking yeah. news news of the week and stuff yes that also can be talked about but this also is equally important so yes um, uh, to, to my listeners that's what i say that yes it is bihar elections we've covered it we'll talk a little bit about bihar but this also is equally important guys and we we cannot just brush it under the carpet and say you know that this can be forgotten what shefali said there are stories that need to be told and we cannot just you know go over um, them but but moving on to i, I and 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 the the sad part of it all is that i thought that i would only uh, see one depressing story this week but there was another depressing story this week and yeah that i i i i don't even know if i can say i sh- shocked more or something it just equally shocked me about what happened in munger where there was a durga puja procession and there is a um, uh, uh, there's a there's a lady called anupam singh who's written a thread on uh, 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 on she's from munger and i think we are we are going to compile it into a report on mind so a full report is coming uh, she's sending us a report detailed report of what happened and things like that but basically Uh, to you know uh, do do read it we've all plugged that thread the the basic thing was that how the karyakartas were being pressured when the devi ma was kept on the ground and because uh, they were stopped and you know uh, basically what what after several attempts were made to lift um, the murti and they failed they were accused of deliberately doing it finally the murti was only you know they were only able to move it at the designated time and then uh, the karyakartas were beaten up and uh, and then you had that horrific visual of a mother with her son's body in her lap and i mean that just shocked me so um i don't even know how to say what are your thoughts about it shifali but what do you think of about what happened i mean it's I, words are failing me right now as i talk it's you know i i like you i too am completely at a loss of words to react to munger i have the last time i felt this depressed and this angry was when i saw those vigils of palghar yeah. where the Mar- palghar police handed uh, old 73 year old frail sadhu handed him over Hmm. to the mob who was armed with swords and knives and uh, sticks and then after a point the sadhu just gave up and he just sat down with his hands on his head i'm never ever going to forget that visual ever in my life and hmm. the same thing that happened when i saw the video of and it's like the people didn't even move okay when the cops attacked them their first reaction was to protect the goddess they did not they did not fight back they did not attack the police they just stood their ground and they refused to move 
such was their devotion such was the faith and anurag poddar the boy who died yeah. in such a brutal way he all he wanted to do was to say goodbye to the mother yeah. to durga ma and what happened his own mother had to say goodbye to him in such a brutal way i cannot as you said i cannot get over that that image of the mother with the with the son's lifeless body in her arms and half his brain lying on the road no and and and, and, and one doesn't understand and again here exactly like in palgar uh, even this case would have been hushed and they would have tried to pass it off as the mob attack the police or something like that which lippy singh did try to do but that video somebody shot of what exactly happened and shared on social media that called out the lie this is the same thing that happened in palgar in palgar also for 3 days there was no news of the incident till the video surfaced and till people could see what actually happened exactly how, how can you i mean my mind boggles at at what kind of police would give orders like that no on a peaceful crowd for what i mean they didn't try to do any of the means even if there was an unruly crowd and this crowd was not unruly even if there was an unruly crowd there are other things that you need to do like lathi charge like uh, water gas like like water cannons like tear gas why was none of this tried yeah and and and, and here is the scary part right of it all that uh, you, if you think about the sequence of events they were giving uh, vidai to durgamma and a few hours later somebody was sitting with the body of their son in the lap or a few minutes later right this is the scariest mm-hmm. of what is what has happened and and for what reason you know for why were the police they were not like being unruly or something like that towards the police and or let's say even you know let's assume the worst right they were not indulging in violence but let's assume the worst did it did it deserve that after a beating an 18 year old boy died i don't think so like whatever whatever happened and if you see the video that will literally shock the shit out of you and i'm using the yeah. i'm choosing my words carefully guys i'm not just being uh, that for it because i woke up in the morning and saw that video and i couldn't eat or drink like a more i couldn't put a foot of more sort of food in my mouth i'm like oh my god this could happen to anyone and and yeah and that is what ponders me so our prayers to you know the family the who have lost everything you know their son in this thing so um but in closure before i move on to the next topic um what would you say shefali there are a lot of you know bihar is in a very strange sort of a position administratively also like we were discussing yeah, yeah. because there is a model code of conduct in place there are elections being taking happening so there is also an issue of who is in charge who is in tate and so forth but yes nothing matters more than what happened right so what is your take on all yeah. that so my take on this is there is general i can understand the anger i can understand the shock i can understand the feeling of helplessness which i have also been experiencing but at every point people can't just do hand wringing and say but what is modi doing but what is amit shah doing without understanding the situation at least in this particular situation bihar is right now under a code of conduct the entire administration has been taken over by the election commission the current government which is in power there is a caretaker government law and order is a state subject 
so even if the central government wants to do something it's it cannot do something immediately that is one thing without understanding that what is this general hand wringing that's going on i don't understand first of all secondly you can demand action and we should demand action i'm not saying we should not mm-hmm. and at every such incident we should demand action and the the demand for action should be sustained enough so that the government whether it's local or central feels pressurized to take some action that i fully agree that i fully endorse oh. but generally asking but what is modi doing but what is amit shah doing is not going to help that is just hand wringing i can understand the anger i i can understand the, the 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 situation i can understand the helplessness and nothing can really get the departed soul back right nothing nothing that we say or do is going to get that boy back or it's going to get nikita tomar back okay. but the point is demand action exactly ask for accountability yeah but just you know saying what are they doing what are they doing why are they silent is is not going to help exactly exactly absolutely and and that is that is the reality of of it all like you know uh, that we have to confront what is in front of us and 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 also uh, adit there is uh, there are theories that i've read hmm. about the sp of munger uh, lipi singh who is the daughter of a uh, rjd politician rjd or jdu i don't know some uh, opposition party and uh, it is very curious that such a kind of action is taken on on vijayadashmi when the code of conduct is in place so uh, there are theories i don't know how far they are true or not that is for the election commission to find out or that is for the central government to issue a probe and find out but if there is a control controversy if this is being done with the with a certain objective in mind uh, of influencing the election outcome that is i think it's 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 really really irreprehensible yeah lipi singh is the daughter of i think rcp singh who's the jdu leader in rajya sabha okay so that that's what the times of india report says anyways so uh, please okay uh, i have to clarify the source of my uh, sort of thing but um, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise people will jump on me like tumne kaise daughter banaya usko <laughs> so um, we to 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 sum this up i think this is two different cases happening in different parts of the country both with very scary outcomes but both with more questions than answers about where we are headed and what are we you know uh, what are we are we ignoring the elephant in the room so think about it folks right to us uh, on, on those cases but we have to move on to where uh, uh, to shefali's uh, karma bhumi right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, the 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 great state of maharashtra and the 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 great chief minister of maharashtra who is i i don't know what is happening right so last week which seems like an ages ago but this happened last week where there was a, i think there was an fir or something against like all the reporters of republic or something like that that's right all the editorial staff all the editorial uh, editorial staff of republic and it was insane it was like it was, i i honestly don't know so Uddhav Thackeray is obviously angry at Republic and trying to, you know, get even and things like that. Mind you, if this thing ever happened, if 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 uh, if the central government ever did this against NDTV or something, uh, the entire staff of Wire would be at Jantar Mantar protesting fascism, 
right but yeah. it happens yeah. against republican they are not fans of arnab goswami or they question arnab goswami uh, they are completely staying silent uh, i i saw some people saying a couple of marathi journalists or something were actually welcoming the fact that arnab was taking on republic and i don't know if they meant it for this specific but in general that uh, uddhav was uh, 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 standing up to arnab so to speak and stuff so what is going on you know this is is it just an insecure chief minister that's doing all this see uh, the whole case i don't know if you're tracking the case or not the whole case is of a very very uh, viciously managed witch hunt hmm. okay because of probably it started off with the palghar case hmm. where uh, arnab took up the palghar case and said why is there no cbi probe hmm. it started from there and then the whole uh, sushant singh rajput case happened and you know hmm. what has been the republic coverage hmm. now i have to say here i have mixed opinions about arnab's uh, journalism uh, i have refused to go on republic in the entire in fact i have refused to go on any channel to hmm. discuss this sushant singh rajput case because i felt the whole coverage was too shrill and i was not interested yeah so i have not gone on any channel discussing this i have said no to every channel who has called me hmm. so i have no axe to grind in this hmm. but the way the maharashtra government and the mumbai police has subsequently targeted arnab on phony cases hmm. that really scares me as a citizen of maharashtra hmm. Hmm. you can have two opinions about arnab's coverage of certain issues you can like him or you may dislike him you may find him shrill or not shrill whatever that is your your problem okay mm. anybody's problem but the point is here is a government which doesn't even have a majority of its own it's a it's a coalition government right. that is misusing its constitutional authority to come down heavily on anybody who is opposed him it's not just arnab they file cases against people who write on twitter also mm. they find cases of sedition against kangana ranaut also right they file cases against the entire editorial staff of republic just mm. because they have a problem with arnab as a person mm. and the whole case is so phony that in the trp case i couldn't believe my ears when the commissioner of police did a press conference about a trp case i mean this hasn't happened even when there was a terror attack on the city of mumbai okay yeah, yeah. and it's the commissioner it's not some sub inspector it's not some sp it's the commissioner of police who himself did a press conference and, and, and media interviews and, and in that fir you probably already know that republic was not even mentioned yeah but still they said that republic has done this or that and after that it's just been getting escalated every day and yesterday's uh, p- press release was the worst it's like first they said that arnab pays people to get high trps that was the whole premise of this entire <coughs> trp case right mm-hmm. then they went through his books and they found that some other company called uh, hamsa vision had given republic some money so they said see he's got money from that company are if that company is getting trps shouldn't he be paying that company yeah why should that company pay him no no it doesn't even make sense logically i mean in any it, it would be funny if this case had happened in uh, in a movie like jane bidayaro or whatever we would yeah. have laughed about it huh no no I, I, but I, I, the point is here is a real guy who is being harassed 
and here is the funny thing if to a layman it just seems like they are trying to throw everything and hoping that some sticks something sticks yeah you know? yeah yeah uchal uchal ke and and like you said i i have had a lot of questions about the coverage around sushant singh rajput and things like that and i but that is immaterial what i think of anyone's journalism or something and anyone's you know uh, the, the thing, this harassment is just unbelievable and and yeah for what reason for asking um, questions that uh, the government is not you know uh, and if you see there is a whole pattern to what has happened right you have this then you had the thing that happened with kangna ranaut's house and stuff and the way bmc made this whole you know uh, thing about when they took out the bulldozers and all that things yeah yeah so it's just it's, and you know you you know uh, adit it's so sad Hmm. that maharashtra government and i shared it also till a couple of months ago the maharashtra government minister said we don't have the money to pay doctors when maharashtra was facing the worst ever covid outbreak he said that we don't have the money to pay the state employees hamare sarkar ke paas paise nahi hai that's what they're saying but this government is paying kapil sibal 10 lakh rupees per hearing in the arnab case where is the money coming from it's coming from my pocket as a taxpayer in maharashtra Yeah, and this is, I mean, in the Kangana Ranaut case, BMC has spent eighty-two lakh rupees on lawyers so far. Eighty-two oh. lakh rupees. Mm-hmm. Bombay roads are—you cannot walk on hundred uh, meters without finding a pothole. <laughs> Think of what they could have done in those eighty-two lakh rupees. Oh, absolutely. I mean, or or for that matter, they could have just improved the drainage systems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable—the lack of priorities of the Sena. And and really, if if I if I were to put it very bluntly, the Sena's power comes from them running the BMC, and that is why the ABMC elections in one and a half year in two thousand twenty-two become crucial. If Sena loses the control of BMC, only then will this arrogance in Mumbai stop. You know, of, of true, true, agreed. Right now, actually, uh, you wouldn't believe it. I have been getting calls from my relatives in Bangalore and Goa. Hmm. Both, hmm. they have been frantically calling me and asking me to not say anything against this government, not go on Republic, not uh, speak up, because they are afraid that I will be victimized and something will happen. And it's quite possible at the way this government is performing. it's entirely possible and they don't even need any fir or whatever you have seen republic's name wasn't even mentioned in the fir but they still file cases on it so the, it's entirely possible the 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 I- it is like sorry ha it is like uh, some day i mean uh, uh, the other day arnav was saying on republic that uh, the mumbai police asked for their toilet paper bills they asked for their you know uh, mask bills everything the chai pani ka bills every little expense that republic made and agar itna level tak gir sakte hain to it's quite obvious that they might uh, file fires on the people who went on republic also yeah, yeah. it's entirely possible yeah matlab they might they might find one debate that was like this and every you catch every debate panelist on that specific debate who knows i mean the way they are going. yeah yeah uh, the, the 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 ultimate irony of it all is people like them are supposed to be supported by the parties that claim to be liberal in power and the people that they are targeting right now are they call as illiberal and that is the irony <laughs> of it all you know that, yeah. 
Are the fun part is the same people who are now you know being the cheerleaders, the Marathi journalists that you spoke about are being the cheerleaders of the Sena government. Yeah. They were the most vocal critics of the same government no, when I... this government was together with the BJP. Then they were communal. Then they were dictatorial. Then they were high-handed. Then they were all of those things. Hmm. But now they are all dudka dulawa and they are all secular certified. So Uddhav is the best CM in the universe and all is right with the world. So, and there is a graph to this also because there was a, a journalist called Sujata Anandan in Mumbai. She, she always used to claim that Sena is not as bad as BJP. Because it's a completely Congress-leaning journalist. But always, so you, huh. pehle tha 95 to 99, Sena and BJP are equally bad. Then suddenly when Sena wasn't even in power and was only in BMC, they're like, I a BJP very communal, but Sena not as communal. <laughs> How that Sena is with Congress and NCP, Sena is a secular son of the soil and BJP is communally liberal. So that, that, this is their new logic. So I mean, it, it's true. It, it's funny, but uh, but this is just a sign of things to come in Maharashtra. The bottom line is, and, and Sharad Pawar has It's got- not a sign of things to come. The things are already there. Uh, nee, nee, I am, okay, yeah, that is also true. But my thing was, in case Sena comes back to power in BMC, I think this will only get worse. That's what I feel uh, in 2022. But yeah, agreed true. that this is, we are not, this is not a, a apocalyptic scenario we are portraying. This is an apocalyptic scenario that people are already living in. So, yeah. Uh, who knows but um, but before we wrap up something uh, uh, we, we wrap this podcast up um, and we've gone a little over time so uh, apologies Shifali if we have taken a little bit too much of, the, of your time but um, just just a quick word on the Bihar elections guys please go back to last week's podcast with Avtans where we talked in detail about Bihar but before I come for recommendations Shifali do you have any quick takes on Bihar or any pers- anything you want, would like to share with our listeners on the Bihar elections watching the Bihar results I'm, I'm going to watch the Bihar results very keenly because they are a portrait of many things to come mm. so at this point I guess it's too early to say anything mm. but let's wait and watch let's wait and watch and let's wait and watch how the Chirag Paswan factor plays out a lot of people are saying that this is probably one of the most crucial elections for Nitish Kumar. And this is the first election in 20 years that Nitish and JDU are yeah. fight, uh, JDU and BJP are fighting at an equal footing. So who is going to be the senior partner after the results are out. And my hunch is that the BJP might get more seats than JDU. But uh, yeah, but 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 I have I have only one thing to say. Huh. Adit, I have only one thing to say. I hope BJP realizes the peril of having an unreliable ally yeah. after what it has suffered in Maharashtra. And, and I hope it has thought about it huh. and it, it, it has a plan in place. Yeah, and what it has suffered with Nitish as well once before. So it's... it's yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a very sort of a dicey situation but we'll be monitoring the situations and we'll be talking more about it um, before we wrap up the podcast as is the norm Shifali anything you've seen read or something that has uh, you know uh, uh, that you've taken with you like any specific thing that you would like to share with our listeners uh, I have done a great uh, series of videos called 9 days 9 waves so let me plug that 
terrific for navratri where every day i i talked about a different kind of uh, handloom weave mm-hmm. and i spoke about its history and where do you get it and how to find the most authentic uh, weaves and how to identify the real thing and the power loom thing so please find it on youtube just search it the hashtag 9 days 9 weaves and you'll find it so that is something that i would definitely recommend and among books actually come back to the books that i used to read because i am very much interested in maratha history now so no new books right now that i'm reading that i can recommend except uh, rajiv mantri and harsh madhusudan's book that book i would highly recommend absolutely absolutely uh, the, the new idea of india um, that's right yeah, yeah. so I, uh, i i agree i think this is the same you did for richa anirudh's channel right the 9 days 9 that's right yes yes uh, fantastic i i did see i caught i haven't caught them all but i did see a few uh, terrific uh, videos and and certainly you know for the promotion of indian textiles and stuff we would we would recommend uh, that as well um my it's on zindagi with richa zindagi with richa yes the youtube channel uh, thanks for reading my mind i was just trying to look up <laughs> the the name of the exact name of the channel um the, for shows i last week i recommended uh, one show uh, which was on the whole uh, harshad mehta fiasco uh, scam 1992 uh, that was that was an interesting show i would also recommend you guys to go and visit um, re- revisit a couple of books that that uh, 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 i may have recommended before one is the book on emergency by kumi kapoor and how the government can actually uh, muzzle the media and what indira gandhi did in 1975 because a lot of people will accuse you know oh we are in undeclared emergency and nothing like that is happening in india right now but things like that have started happening in maharashtra to some extent i'm not comparing so i'm just saying read what kumi has to write in the emergency kapoor and how virendra kapoor and you know arun jetli rajat sharma all of them had to face and uh, and get the perspective on that because you have a lot of journalists saying uh, all sorts of uh, nonsense on that and another thing that i would uh, like to recommend is this uh, the thread on munger that i talked about uh, read about it re- reflect and perspective and and ultimately you know think think about the families of those that have suffered these unspeakable horrors that has happened so um, thanks so much for joining shefali this is terrific and we hope thank you very much adit thank you very much for calling me it's always a pleasure to be here perfect thank you so much and guys thank you for joining us this week we'll be back with more next week um this is adit kapadia signing off uh, stay tuned for a us election update uh, middle this middle of this week or in the weekend and a us re- election analysis at the end of the week uh, thank you for joining us please like us on facebook follow us on twitter we'll be back soon thanks